Welcome back to Relationship Status. It's your girl, Neek Cruz. CL Butler. And your boy, Yusuf in the building. And remember, you can catch us on all podcast platforms. Just go ahead and check, uh, search for Relationship Status. Click subscribe, follow on whatever platform you're on. Make sure you follow so that you get the newest episodes straight to your phone every single time they drop. Also, there's a survey down in the description. Click on it. Fill it out. Help us out. Help us make the show better. Neek. Yes. It's another week in the books. Uh, is this week going better than last week? It definitely is. It's definitely going better than it's last definitely week. Definitely going better. <laughs> Brother CL. Yes. Yes. How's your week? My week is going great. Your week is going great. How was your week? The, oh. week, the, the week that passed? Uh, very prosperous. Mm-hmm. Very prosperous week? Very prosperous. Okay. I feel you on that. Yeah. Learned mm-hmm. a lot. Didn't lose too much. Well, okay. we, all, we we you should never lose. We always uh, learn. I mean, we we trying to win, but sometimes you got to lose to win. To quote <laughs> Fantasia Fantasia Barbarino. You know what you taught me? What's that? Something I took from you is I do like when I'm trying to do something that I'm failing at, mm-hmm. I go and look at the other wins. The oh small yeah, wins. look at the small wins. The small wins. I yes. took that from you. Okay, thank you. I think you can have that. Thank you. All right. You How about yourself? Yes. Um. Very good week. Like I said, being deliberate. Being deliberate. Being deliberate. Being deliberate. Oh, oh deliberate. I thought you was, okay. I was about to say, so what were oh. we delivering? Oh, I thought you were being delivered. I said, wow. I was about to say, all right. Yeah, yeah. what you being delivered uh, from? No, it's going to be a different no. type of episode. No, what's, what, what's the word y'all said last week I should use? Uh, Which word? Uh, what's the word y'all said I should use last last episode? I don't know. I don't know. The spiritually. Um, oh, you holistic? Community. No, not the, the spiritual Community. community. The the shea butter hotep community, yeah, yeah. like oh what is the word they use? Uh, uh, oh, um, manifest, manifest. Yes, you've been manifesting. I've been manifesting. Oh my God. I've been okay. manifesting been your energy, your positive man- energy out mm-hmm. there to yes, get it back. And here's the chakras. I did, I did not. My chakras are aligned. <laughs> I did are you not sure? mention this last week. Uh-huh. But this last week, mm-hmm. I tried the clean eats diet. Ooh. Okay. They clean eats. Okay. Kind of out on a couple of dishes. Okay. Oh, they don't. They don't. They don't all taste like. They cook their own. <laughs> they, they're effective. I, I'm about five this weekend. Okay. And so we'll okay. Uh, we're gonna see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how we, it goes. We, so you're gonna keep us on a uh, track with the results? Yeah. I, I got. Yeah, I'm gonna ask. Yeah. I mean, you guys. You guys. I'm, I'm gonna do. I figure two weeks. I'll be able to tell. Okay. What it is. Okay. How it affects my body. Right. Okay. We feel a little bit energetic already, but you know. We gotta live to eat, not live to taste. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. But it, it should taste like something. Yeah, it should, should. taste like something because oh, I can't eat hey, it. Hey man, listen. <laughs> Getting skinny costs, baby. <laughs> it costs. All right, well. It costs. See, we have a guest with us? Yes. Today we have our esteemed guest, Mr. Vaughn Michael, who is a comedian. Comedian extraordinaire or just regular comedian? Fine. You there, Fine? Yeah, I was trying to figure out. Was that a question? Let's go back. We're going to run it back. Okay, we're going to run it back. So we go. Okay. Uh, wish I had a rewind. But go yeah. ahead. Go ahead, see. Just start recording again? Oh, no, you- we're recording. Oh, we oh we recording now? Yeah, yeah. We gotta, oh we wow, I thought stop. we was on break. I didn't know. <laughs> no, we're going. Oh wow, 
No, no, we're gonna leave. You gotta do that intro. We're live. Again. Wow, we're live, live and direct. We're live and direct. <laughs> yeah, we have our esteemed guest, mm-hmm. Mr. Vaughn Michael, who is a comedian who uh, also has a comedy special you could check out via YouTube. Uh, Mr. Michael, or or is it Vaughn, Mr. Vaughn Michael? Oh, okay. Um, whichever you want to call me, I go by either. Uh, how y'all doing? Great, great, great. 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 Is that, is that kind of like a kung fu reference? Von Michael doesn't that tend to sound like a <laughs> do a little kung fu nah, or something? No, no, nah, name my mama gave me. Oh wow! So usually you go with uh, like in school and stuff. It was just Von Michael. Um, Michael technically is my middle name. Okay. Um, okay. So. But I would go by Von Michael because it sounds like a, a famous name. It sounds like you. <laughs> it sounds like you're about to do something. Yeah. <laughs> Von Michael. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Trying to um, stay away from this COVID. Yeah. Um, okay. Trying, trying to stay healthy and um, uh, and positive. That's good. Pos- yeah. po- positive is always a good. Now, do people walk up on you and just ask you to be funny? Um, all the time, all, all, the, time. all the time, and um, yeah, it's irritating too because it's like I I don't go up to you know a chef and be like you know make me a meal. You know? <laughs> so it's like, you yeah. me to just tell you a joke. Oh wow! Make me laugh. Make me laugh, huh? Right. <laughs> wow. Mm, mm. So so w- when you are in the mood to answer that question, is there a go-to joke? Should I tell a joke? Um, no, no. Is is there a go-to joke when somebody does that? Oh, no, no. There's, there's never a go-to joke. Um, it, the crazy part is, like, when I'm not on stage, I'm uh-huh. very... I'm not always on. I'm a very serious person. Um, so uh, a lot of people... Uh, they find that kind of weird because they think comedians are always telling jokes 24-7, 24-7. And I'm actually very straight and... Um, non-sarcastic person if you actually are around me oh wow really okay Okay, that's different yeah what made you dive into comedy um it was it was therapeutic um everybody would tell me i'm a funny dude i thought they were saying it just to you know not really um take me seriously and i tried one of them instagram videos and Mm -hmm. um it got like eighty thousand views and i was like oh maybe i am a funny dude and um (laughs) so I was like, let me try stand up, and I bombed. You bombed, bombed. and yeah, it was it was terrible. It was a night not to remember. But um, <laughs> after you try doing stand up one time, you you can't stop. It's something you got to keep doing over and over. So, okay. so how long does it take to be good? Um, I, I would say uh, um, it depends on how much work you put in. It, it's it depends on how long it takes. For me, um, I do it. I get on stage about six to seven nights a week. Oh. So for me, it was, I was able to get it good within six months. Um, but you know, if it's, you know, you're only doing two, three nights a week, it's going to take you a few years. Okay. Okay. So consistency is the key. Right. Wow. Wow. So, so you've been all over the country doing comedy. Yeah. Um, all of, I was fortunate enough to, um, I was fortunate enough to go on the road with um, Jamie Kennedy, and he's been um, okay. taking me on the road uh, for the last two years. Okay. Uh, question Have you found that it is like with different regions that you travel to that it's a different type of humor? 
or can you be consistent and just uh, make the jokes regional? Uh, no, for me, I, I, I work on making sure that my jokes can work in any region. I want to be universal. Um, but, you know, there are comics that you'll see this a lot. And this is, I found the issue with today is like in the major cities, mm-hmm. they only make a lot of comedians only make uh, comedy for city people. But the people in the suburbs are the ones that watch TV. Um, so I, I purposely, when I have a joke, I go to every city and make sure it works in every um, every market. Okay. Okay, I got, I got, I got one more question. I was listening to uh, a Kev Hart show on XM, and they were talking about um, how tough it is for um, minority comics to get their footing uh, within within uh, the comedy houses and stuff. Is that like really, really? Is it really that tough to get gigs within these com- uh, comedy houses, like the bigger ones, because they're more predominantly white? They, they, they basically host predominantly white um, comics. Um, it wasn't for me. Um, it, it it may be. I think a lot has it to do, um, to do with my background. Um, so, like, I grew up, you know, elementary school, middle school, all black neighborhoods, and then, you know, when I went to high school, I went to all white schools. So I've I've learned how to communicate to both black and white people. Mm-hmm. Um, so with my material, um, you know, it's, it crosses both um, markets. So I, I haven't had any, you know, I've been, I perform at every major club in the city. And I mean, I open up for a white headliner. Um, but some com- comedians, they do have a hard time that who've only, you know, come from a certain area, um, you know, cause you know, white people don't understand, like we might get somebody a black person from, you know, the neighborhood, the way they talk, but a white person might not understand them. So it just all depends on, you know, your, your delivery and um, your subject matter. Okay. Right. okay. Now, now, I know road life is gets a little stressful, right? Yeah. And um, what's some of the ways you've, you've, you've learned to just deal with the traveling and running around and being in different cities uh, how do you keep yourself um, going? To be honest with you, is, is uh, before I, um, <laughs> I would stay high. Stay high. Stay high. What? <laughs> yeah, I would stay high. <laughs> Said he's above <laughs> it all. <laughs> <laughs> you would just stay high. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wake up high. You know, work high. Do everything high. Um, now, um, it's all about you know I meditate. It's all about making sure I eat right, drink mm-hmm. water, and just taking care of my body. Because um, I found out, you know, if you actually take care of your stuff, your body can go, you know, longer and um, through that mental stress. And also, it's a lot of planning. Um, you got to be prepared and make sure you know what's going on. Don't do everything last minute, you know, and be a professional. Oh, okay. okay. So, so, so. You have a level mind now. Yeah. So. We're we're, kind of hinted towards like addiction and and why do you believe addiction happens? Um, Two reasons. Um, One is the environment that you're in. Okay. Um, If you hang, if you hang around crackheads, you you know, you're going to be a crackhead. You could, you Um, could be a crackhead. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I do agree. Or, or you're going to get robbed. Oh, yeah. You Um, could get robbed too. 
But it's like, so with the entertainment world, we're in a nightlife. I'm in bars every night. That's part of the culture. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a big reason why it's easily become addicted. You know, um, one thing I know I was doing is it's like, you know, I'm a drink, you know, before I go on stage. And um, (laughs) six months go past. I'm looking down. I'm like, yo, I, I drink every time I get on stage. I get on stage six nights a week. I'm like, hold on, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and, uh, Did, no, nobody helped yeah, you come to that realization, but yourself. Um, some people do, some people don't. Some people, um, some people know they are and and don't feel like that they can live without alcohol because a lot of people are afraid to deal with those emotions. Um, it's it's it's, a, it's, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you do it alone, if you don't have therapy or counseling, mm-hmm. you'd be very uncomfortable in something that's different. Okay. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest things is is, is, is the people you surround yourself around and mm-hmm. also um, the, the nightlife, if you're just part of that world, being in entertainment. Uh, do you feel like um, depression plays a part in that with, um, you know, all shows may not be have the same outcome? Um, everyone may not react the same every night. Do you think that plays a part? You said the, does depression play a part in it? Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, I definitely, I think depression plays a part in it. Um, I know that I usually go through like a seasonal depression. I feel like in the winter, for some reason, I, I usually get depressed. And um, that's usually when I would pick up the, you know, drinking or start smoking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um you said same outcome. Are you talking about like crowd wise? Um, no, not necessarily crowd, but it may not be the same crowd as last night. And, mm-hmm. you know, they may react to it differently. Yeah, that, that definitely can play a part um, with <laughs> addiction. Because not only do you know I've been addicted to drugs, but also just like food, you know. Ad- addicted you to food? One, yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't realize that you know, until I stopped doing drugs and alcohol and then I was replacing that, you know, with, with, with food, I would start eating more, more, um, fast food and, you know, food that tastes good, you know? And like, if I had like a bad set, I would go and, you know, start eating pizza and drinking soda. Oh, now, now when do you think the, like, what, what was your first experience with maybe like drugs or alcohol? Um, for me, uh, was the age of me personally, I think it was the age of like 16. Um, so my dad was an alcoholic. Oh, okay. So So alcohol was in the home? My whole life. Right. Okay. So is that the first place you maybe had a drink at at home or? Oh, no, nah. (laughs) Just with friends? That was at at school. At At school? school, Took a break. Yeah. Oh, Wow. Hmm. All right. So you say your father was a alcoholic. So that's something that's in your family that runs in your family. I'm asking. Um, with it was just with him because his parents were okay. not an alcoholic. Okay. Um, I he picked that up in the military. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's that's kind of common with military sometimes, though. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, at what age did you start doing comedy? At the age of 24. At the age and of... I am 28 now. Okay. 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 Was, has comedy help, helped you deal with maybe having a past addiction? 
yeah, it's, it's very therapeutic. Like right now, I'm working on my next album already, and just working on that, like the actual emotions and stuff. Because I, I feel like you know, I, I've been thinking about this. Like we don't really like in school, they never really teach you about you know how to deal with emotions and, and stuff like that. Like you'll go to gym class and they'll teach you about the vagina, but they'll never tell you you know the emotions that come with dealing with a vagina. Yeah, and so like it's a real thing. Now, oh my god, <laughs> it's a real thing, there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know, I'm learning about that mental health. You mm-hmm. know, I learned a lot of black people don't know about mental health. You know, for the longest time, like I thought my drug dealer was lacing my weed with insecurities, and um, was it not? So like, man, say what? Was it not? Nah, <laughs> no, I'm asking. I mean, I'm, I'm not even. You said was it was it nine? Was it not? Oh no, nah, no. Nah. It was it was just my insecurities. It it was my insecurities was just starting to push out, um, and I couldn't help that um, anymore. Oh wow! wow. And, and and then you kind of headed down that road. How, how long would you think you were addicted? Or is it safe to even call it an addiction, or just a moment? Or would you use the term addiction? Uh, no, nah, I would say addiction because I have an addictive personality. Um, it, my, the thing that helped me out is that at a young age, my dad, like he put things in my head, like my dad was an alcoholic, right? But he was like anti everything else. Like he was pro, you know, alcoholic. Like he would say, don't do other drugs because that stay in your system. You could pass a drug test with alcohol. Oh, and no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <laughs> subconsciously I didn't even notice. So like when I was smoking weed and stuff like that, there were, you know, two times I went to the hospital, I was afraid that my weed was laced. And I had talked to um the rehab, you know, department there and they told me that um that that was my subconscious telling me that that's the road that I was going to go down cuz I thought people were trying to offer me cocaine. I felt like everybody was like playing with their nose and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um cuz my dad Growing up, would always tell me weed is a gateway drug, and um, it's a heart of drugs. And so, mm-hmm. um, when I went there, they told me um, the rehab. They was like, "That's subconsciously you just thinking about what your dad told you." So that's when I realized that I had to stop. You had to stop. Wow. Yeah. So you went to rehab, or just when you went to the hospital, you talked to someone who was dealing with rehab. Um, no. I, I was supposed to go to rehab. I didn't go um, mm-hmm. because I had I wanted to stay on tour. If I had to go to rehab, I would have to um, get oh, off so, the road. So, so how long have you been sober? This recently happened in the last few years or so. Yeah, uh, I've been sober now for about five months. Five months. Yeah. Wow, I didn't I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah. Wow. So you're freshly walking the sober life. Right. Wow. 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 I didn't didn't. Didn't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know. <laughs> um, do, do you think your your addiction played a a, a major part in like um, your relationships with like your family and friends? Um, not per se. Um, because the friends that I had that were like doing drugs and alcohol, you uh-huh. know, um, they were doing it as well. But now. Um, I don't surround myself with anyone that does drugs or alcohol. So some of those friendships you had to uh, remove, remove, or do, you know, stop they communicating. Had to remove themselves. 
Oh, because it was no uh, longer fun. Yeah, because it's like uh, we no longer, it's no longer we're about to go get high. It's like, all right, we're not getting high. We're not going to go drink tea with you. So it's like, all right, I guess we're not hanging out anymore. Oh, and that was the basis of those friendships or relationships? <laughs> right. That's what y'all had in common. So it was easy to hang yeah. around each other because that's all you all did. And it was fun for the moment. Now you don't, you no longer participate. It's like, uh, well, we're going to go off and do this. You can hang out with us later. And it kind of just drifts apart. Right. Gotcha. Wow. Has it affect um, any romantic relationships? Um, I, I, I would say that I never learned how to, um, I, I never date that much for one thing. Um, because I just work, so I focus on work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like a, a, I don't even know if that's because of the relationship. I was seeing someone for about three months and after that thing ended in like December, mm-hmm. um, and but I didn't really feel the effects and the emotions from it till after I got sober, um, like in March. Okay. Um so that was one of the things that I realized was I never was really dealing with things emotionally. Okay. Uh-oh. So you was kinda on autopilot. Right. So that relationship helped you realize that you needed to be um maybe sober? No, um, that relationship realized showed me that I needed um balance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't really the the thing that told me I need to be sober was um once I decided you know it was my mentor. Um, I was on um I had like a, a mental breakdown pretty much and um. Hmm. And my um my mentor, like it's some reason I felt like he knew and like he, you know, was explaining to me how in entertainment that, you know, everybody has this idea that it's this rock star lifestyle, drugs, alcohol and stuff like that. But if you really want a long career in this, um, instead of drinking and being bored, you just need to do more comedy. You need to, you know, increase, have a plan, you know, stuff like that. And kind of just gave me like a route to go and um, show me, you know, how to be successful. Oh. Oh, okay. So he, he kind of walked you through the process? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Michael, we... I, I don't know if... um. Like you, you you said within your subconscious, you mm-hmm. <clears throat> kind of with your raising of your your family and 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 you, did you really understand what you were learning at the time? Did you? I, I don't want to say this and be disrespectful, but you wasn't taught how to be an alcoholic, or did you just watch it and emulate it? No, I don't think um, that had to do anything with me um, turning to alcohol. Um, the alcohol was more of uh, um, trying to fit in socially um, okay. with peers. Because, um, you know, if that was the case, like, I feel like my thing, like, growing up was more of, like, food. Food mm-hmm. was kind of, like, always my addiction. Like, I always had uh, a Twizzler, I would say, addiction and stuff like that. Um, so that's where it started. And, 
Say that again. Is that where it started from from food? I would say food was like my thing to go to. Um, but the alcohol, it's, it's something that just kind of happened with being part of a certain culture. Mm-hmm. And then after I did it for a certain amount of time, it became a habit. So with food, were you coping with something and like trying to get over something or past something and are not addressing something? So you turn to food? Correct. Okay, and then with um, alcohol and drug, it was just like to fit in? Yeah, it was to fit in, and then it became, it started becoming a coping thing after I started doing it for a while. First, it was just, um, you know, this is, you know, part of the lifestyle, and Mm -hmm. then it became, oh, I actually was using that to cope. You know, first it became, you know, a half a joint a day, then became a whole joint, then he's smoking a whole eighth, (laughs) you know, Mm. Wow. wow it's an expensive habit there yeah 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 and wow. being you know having to work in a nightlife you seen it was no one to point out that this is bad you said there was no one to point it out i'm asking was there no one to point it out saying hey slow down is because everyone else was doing it as well so it's like normal right right it, it's it's part of like it's just the culture it's, it's one of the things, oh, he, he drinks or she drinks. It's, it's, yeah. Oh. So after a show now, how do you cope with it? Straight back to the hotel room or do you get to hang out? Or Correct. Straight to the hotel um, room? Very, very business-like. Um, now I go do my set, um, talk to fans afterwards, <laughs> sell merch, um, and then, um, yeah, go straight back to the hotel and do whatever work I need to do and start over the next day. Okay, so you're on a a better a better path. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a it's, it's a nine to five now. It's like a, a actual job. Okay, has, has it made you funnier? <laughs> you said has it made me funnier? Yeah, be, being being sober has it made you funnier, or did the yeah? I would um say it's made me funnier because um it's helped me get to another level of of emotions and once you can get to that next level that's another angle you can take for um for and people can relate to um a lot of times people you know they might be going through something but they might not be able to explain it but mm-hmm. if i can tell them how i went through it you know explain it they be like oh shit i can relate to that oh wow so have you started uh so i guess you're still dealing with a lot of support groups are you, or are you taking this personal journey alone personal um, and, um, I, I tried to go to therapy, but, um, the issue I had with my therapist was like, he stutters. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, for, nothing against people that stutter, but like, it was probably, he charged me about an hour, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It wow. was taking too long for that. So I was like, I'm going to do this myself. Wow. You, you probably can find you another therapist who doesn't do quite. <laughs> Quite <laughs> stutter. <laughs> oh, you are in real tears over here. Yeah, that's tickling to you. Yeah. What? Mm. What? <laughs> oh, he, he. Oh, wow. Somebody, somebody finds that quite amusing. <laughs> quite amusing. He had to take his pants at all. Oh, wow. He is over here in tears. No, because no, I'm a visual person. So to imagine him sitting there 
<laughs> trying to talk to somebody and they on the clock and he can't get the words out to get. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wow. like, you better charge me by the words. You yeah. talk to you, write it down. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you touched somebody's spirit here. Yeah, he felt that. You, you need him in the crowd every night. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Okay. Gather yourself. Hey, I needed that one. Yeah. You needed that. Oh, man. I needed that one. Thank wow. you. Thank you, Father. So, so you never <laughs> tried therapy again? Nah. Um, I, I've tried it a few times here and there. Um, I, I want to go back. With the, during this pandemic, I had like something set up and things kind of just got mixed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I've been doing it myself. I've really just been like, just everything that you. Everybody can't do this, but if all your answers are from within. If you if you can really just put in the work and you sit down with yourself and by yourself and, and ask yourself those deep questions, those hard questions, uh-huh. you can really actually work for it yourself. Yeah, well, we, we need a little help. Uh, you don't yeah. think so? Yeah. I, think, I think we need a little help. We all need a little help. A little, little help. But, but I'm glad you've had the will to persevere and push through. Um, do you have a, 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 a favorite city that you like to tell comedy in? Um, I, I like Sarasota, Florida, where I shot the quarantine comedy special. Sarasota, um, Florida. That's a unique. Yeah. You never heard of that? I heard of Sarasota, but I would stay all things out of Florida right now. Oh yeah. Woo. Sarasota, Florida. Now why, why Sarasota? It is. Um, th- that club particularly, what I love about a comedy club is when they don't serve food. Um, they come out to laugh, have a good time. They don't serve um, food? Yeah, they don't serve food. They serve drinks, though. So people are loose and ready to laugh. Well, explain, so they can't ex- even feed their liquor. Explain, <laughs> explain why. I think I can understand that. Why was there's no distractions? Yeah, no, they're eating, so yeah. the laugh, the laughs don't come off. If I'm oh yeah, sure, if eating, if I'm eating, I'm yeah. less likely to. Laugh. I might find it funny, yeah, but an outward laugh, I'm mm-hmm. less likely to give that outward laugh. Oh, because you're not eating, you're, you're not stuffing your face. Yeah, I get it. Okay, right, makes sense. Oh. It makes sense. Oh, so so it's, it's just basically just for comedy. It's not you can. It's not a like a bar bar. It's just a comedy. Right, club. right. That's just, why. Okay. Right. That's why I really um I'm trying to push up to theaters because that's when people are just watching you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I'm trying oh. to get to Madison Madison Square Garden. <laughs> that's, right. pretty, that's a that's a pretty big place. Madison Square Garden. It's a huge venue. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that's everybody's dream. Get there. Yeah. Now. Now, what makes you laugh? So what makes me laugh? What makes you laugh? Um, <laughs> um comedian wise. Oh, <laughs> uh, just um, in general. Not necessarily a comedian, but just in general. Um, not much makes me laugh nowadays. Um, I'm a very surprised. I, I watch comedy. I like. I like to go watch. Um, like Dion Cole. Uh, if I want to laugh, I'll go watch him. Okay, he's um, good. Or, or yeah, he's, funny. he's on Blackish, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, on blackish. Yeah. Okay. He has his own stand up as well. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's the one who does it for you. That makes me laugh. And also, um, the quarantine comedy special that I just dropped makes me laugh a lot. Um, you, so you laugh at yourself? Laugh. Hey, you gotta be your biggest cheerleader. I, I fully understand. You gotta be your number one fan. 
<laughs> I don't think you're supposed to laugh at yourself. Why not? If I think I'm hilarious. Okay. I think you're hilarious too. You said that's how you know you're funny? That's how you determine. Yeah, because like when I write, like if I write a joke, mm-hmm. um, if I laugh, I, I'm like, okay, that's funny. People don't like that. Okay. All right. So coming up, mm-hmm. who would be that? Who do you think your your style? Uh, do, who do you, who do you watch? Who you look up to? Yeah, no, well, kind of sort of like you know some. I know comedians kind of throw a little bit of everybody they kind of mm-hmm. came up listening to mm-hmm. or watching. So who would be those uh, comedians that you kind of? I wouldn't say mimic, but kind of show as like people that I who try to aspire. You? Yeah, aspire. Everybody. Yeah, um, I'm influenced by Dion Cole, um, DL Hewley. I like he has very quick short jokes. Um, Ellen DeGeneres um, has very good sh- joke structure. Okay. And um, Dave Chappelle. Um, I'm working on that with like pauses and stuff like that. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Well, why don't why don't you why don't you go ahead and, and plug your comedy special for us? Tell us. Tell us why we should watch this comedy special. You should watch it because we are in very stressful times. People don't know what's going on. And this is something that you we need a release. And mm-hmm. what I'm doing to anybody, um, first, you can purchase the comedy special at barmichael.com or you can stream the audio on iTunes, Spotify, any streaming platform. However, uh, it's, times are tough right now for you. Uh-huh. Um, if you send me a DM or a message um, saying the times are tough, I will give you the special for free. Wow. Not people not very many people are uh, giving up things for free nowadays. Oh. <laughs> not yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta wow. give back to the people. Gotta give back to the people. Now, um, are you still doing shows? With the pandemic um, going on? Depends on what day you ask me. Okay. Well, um, today is today. And I'm asking today. <laughs> Three weeks ago, I went on tour um, to Greensboro, South Carolina, and that same weekend, I saw D.L. Hewley fall out um, on stage. Exactly. Um, so I'm I'm kind of up in the airs. I mean, it probably depends on how much the gig is, what I'm saying. Okay. So if they pay you enough, you will come out? Or big, if it's big enough or a better opportunity to yeah. further your comedy, comedy career? Also, got to be safety too if, if if people are socially distanced and wearing masks that that takes a factor in it um yeah i i just got to know that it's going to be a safe environment before i come out mm. oh wow makes sense yeah Make, makes is. a lot makes a makes a lot of sense so so how are you staying short doing doing this um we have zoom shows we're doing zoom shows i've been doing those um since march that was a pretty good um I actually like them. What I like about the Zoom shows is that um, is you actually build an audience quicker on them, and it looks like it's going to be another market. So comedy, comedy is in a good place because we, we're going to have even I feel like after this pandemic, we're going to have Zoom shows and we're going to have live shows. So that's going to be more money for um, all of us. Um, also, I've been writing every day, uh-huh. and I'm um, working on my next album, and you know I write until you know I find something that makes me laugh, and just enjoy that down. So once I get back on tour, I just got to flush out the material. So, so is Zoom the only fans of comedy? 
You said Zoom, the OnlyFans of comedy? Yeah, y'all gonna use it like OnlyFans? Can you charge to, to get in there or do Oh yeah. Or, yeah. or would you be the first um, so, comedian on OnlyFans and you just doing comedy? <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's a good idea, actually, to have an OnlyFans. Um, I just need 10%. That's all. 5%. Yeah. 5%. percent okay, Yeah, I'll take 5%. I don't know. You know, I want to get nobody's um, pockets. Yeah, 5%. On it. But me, I'm not doing anything, so. <laughs> five and a half. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, so Yeah, that's how they're doing it. You pay for the you pay the clubs. A lot of clubs are doing Zoom now. You pay them, and then they'll send you the link after um, you pay for. It. Oh wow! So that's the new hustle. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. That's been helping out a lot during this um, pandemic. Okay, so um, so you don't write with anyone. It's just just you alone writing yourself. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't really like the whole writing with other people. Uh, I wanna. Cause I'm, I'm working on a theme for my next album and I know how I, it's all about how I feel, my thoughts, my feelings, and only I can give that perspective. Um, but what I would do is once I get back on tour and I um, have the material like flushed out, I'll go to another comic and be like, hey, you think you can add some tags to this joke to make the joke longer? Oh, so, so um, from what I understand, the way to really get on is have comedy beef. You got to have some kind of beef. Are you insinuating any comedy beef with anybody right now that we can stir? <laughs> somebody you need to get at. Somebody can make us go viral nah. and you go viral. Or... No, nah, I'm all about um, the law game, bro. I'm all about, you know, the art itself. And I, I, I'm not about trying to make it quick. I know I got a three to five year process and I'm just going to do me. Okay, okay, okay. Now, one uh, one, one final question here. We're gonna try to bring it out to a close. No, you're a busy man. You got a, a fully loaded schedule here with touring. Tell us a joke. What was that question? Tell us what a joke. I said, tell us a joke. Tell us a. Tell us a joke. Tell y'all. Well, um. I have a comedy special um, at bonmichael.com <laughs> for $5. For $5, that. okay. He has joke the whole time. Okay. No. He said he cannot just make you laugh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I was wondering. I know he didn't like the question, but we are we are wondering about you, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Either your parents funny? You said, are my parents They think they're funny. Oh, they think they're funny. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so your mom and dad didn't. So your mom and dad just didn't come with a bit and like this is how you work it or try to help you or anything. Yeah, my dad tried to give me dad jokes. I'm just like, bro, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do my job. You do your job. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, let me ask you this. Though. I just thought of this. Would you date a, a woman comedian? Um. No, I wouldn't. Oh, okay. Why not? It's too much that can 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 happen from that. Such as one, if if she's torn like I'm torn, we both gonna be on the road. We ain't gonna see each other a lot. Okay. Um, Two, jealousy. One of us becomes successful. The other person might envy that person. She will be hating on you. I I don't. yeah, people, people, it, that can happen. You see that a lot in relationships, you know. Do you? Um, yeah. <laughs> so I like to, and also I just, it's all about balance. 
I don't want to have everything just within my entertainment. Sometimes you want that release and talk to somebody who has a different perspective that's doing something else. I agree with you 110% then. I do as well. 100%. 100%. Well, well, Vaughn, Mike, I'm so glad we had you on with us today. Um, Everybody should go check out the special. Definitely. Uh, you want to plug your Instagram, Facebook, all your social media. Yeah, um, I'm on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pornhub, anything you want to see me on. <laughs> oh, you on there. Okay. Okay. You got an OnlyFans? That's the live action there. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Von Michael, y'all. Von Michael. V-O-N-M-Y-C-H-A-E-L. Um, shoot me a DM. Like I, I'm giving a special for free. Put me on your playlist. Um, also, y'all, thank y'all for having me on. Um, if y'all could send me a mailing address, I'm going to send y'all a gift uh, for having me on. Oh, thank you. Wow. Yeah, we'll wow. go ahead and get that out to wow. you. you. You're funny and you give gifts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So, Vaughn, we're going to go ahead and close out the show. Hold on for us, okay? All right. All right, so I thank you all for joining on our conversation and thank our guest, Vaughn Michael. Listen out for his special. His comedy special. All right, so it's your girl, Neat Cruz. C.L. Butler. And your boy, Yousef. Please remember to go ahead and look in the description and take the survey um, down there. It takes about five minutes uh, to take care of. Catch us on all social media pod, all, all social media platforms at R-E-L-S-T-A-T Podcast. If you want to join the conversation, email us at R-E-L-S-T-A-T Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, and comment. Until the next time, Sneak CL and Yusuf, and we are out.